0: hello my beautiful survivor friend welcome and this is karina the host and creator of this podcast stroke surviving the odds here i share my story as a stroke survivor for the past 23 years i give all of my tricks my fails my win my little victories all of my how to's because i know that it's going to help you to survive this world as a survivor so i recommend It's just a recommendation that you download my episodes because I know you're going to want to refer to them uh, in the future. For those of you who don't know me, I suffered a brainstem dissection in March of 1999, which led me to a coma and a locked-in syndrome, but eventually it led me here to you. So welcome and thank you. So... I'd like for you to grab a chair, grab yourself a coffee, and join me at my table. And before I tell you uh, what today's episode is going to be, I need to get a little formality out there. Uh, It has to be done because as podcasters, we have We have protocols. We have things (laughs) I need to let you know that you can reach me at any time. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from where you're from and what you're going through on Facebook. I'm reachable at stroke surviving the odds underscore the pod page and on Instagram at surviving the odds underscore the podcast. So without further ado, today's episode is going to be about how to turn a negative into a positive. Yes, so I will be sharing, uh, I'm going to keep it light, and I'm going to be sharing with you guys how this past week has been starting off as a negative and ended off with a bang. So without further ado guys, let's do this. I always said, if I can help one person in the world feel better about their situation, I will be over the moon, blessed, very lucky. So before I forget, I need to thank my listeners from six out of the seven continents. They're in Australia, uh, North America, South America, all over Europe, Africa, Asia. I am over the moon that this is happening. My message is getting out there. And that is exactly why I am doing this. And by helping all of you, I'm actually helping myself doing it at the same time. Today, I decided to let my words flow like wine to a drunk man's glass. Oh boy, you guys didn't know that I could actually write, (laughs) That's one of my passions, actually. Uh, Writing and uh, doing short stories. You know, guys, that being vulnerable is sometimes necessary. It's not a sign of weakness like a lot of people perceive it to be. Um, I know firsthand that as survivors... We already lost so much, right? So we tend to hold on to things very, very tightly. Uh, So tight that we almost choke them. And we have to learn to let it go because we can't control everything. We have to let it go. And this past week has been a very big lesson, uh, a big lesson for me uh, on letting go itself. Now, if you've been listening to my show, um, you know that in the past months, um, my life on a personal and a professional level has been somewhat shaken. Um, Not because you want the change to happen, not because you want that shaken to happen, right? That it's not scary, that it's not um, overwhelming sometimes and uh, challenging sometimes and confusing it's very confusing when you don't know you know that you know the direction you want to take you just don't know how to take it right so again i know firsthand what you guys are probably going through as well but we have to remind ourselves that change is good whether it good whether it's good change or bad change it's good It shocks the body, it shocks the mind into actually figuring out what's going, what's going, what's going to happen, what's going on right now inside of you. I have a, you know how I like my stories, right? This is a very, very short one, I promise. A few years back, I was feeling very stagnant. I felt like my life was very blah, very unfulfilled and I was very unhappy and uh, I had my good and bad moments but I was unhappy in the general inside okay let's leave it at that and uh, I have a question for you when somebody has a heart attack what happens what does the doctor try to do he tries to reboot the heart with the paddles right what happens when the battery in your car dies down what do you need you need to get a boost well i did my boost a few years back i my battery was actually dying down and uh the way i cope or i used to cope uh was with my hair (laughs) you know where this is going but i you'll be surprised um so i went to the hairdresser and i got it it looked really freaking hot guys like really really cool um i got half of my head shaven like just above my right ear all the way back it was really really stylish and cool but you know what it reboosted my battery it made me feel alive again just that little change Everything in my life was going decent. It was stagnant, like I said, but it was decent, but I needed, I needed something. I needed a oomph, you know, I needed something to bring me back. And that was it. You see, I told you my story was going to be short but I do need something from you. I'm going to be posting on my Instagram, on the page, surviving the odds, underscore the podcast. I'm going to be posting the picture of my shaven hair. (laughs) And uh, I would like it if you looked it up and uh, you gave me a comment. What do you think? Did it look badass or was it a big mistake? Obviously my hair grew back. It's pretty much all full length now. But uh, tell me what you think. So, um, what I want to say is that um, I come from the west end of Montreal. And like I said, I moved to the east end at the complete opposite. And the goal, the primary goal was to move all my life here, right? I had my apartment. I had my friends. I had my little doggie. Uh, I'm building a life here. Now, I used to work in the West, which meant I was doing a lot of commuting, like an hour and a half in the morning and an hour and a half at night, which was a big no-no, because as you know, past five, six o'clock at night, us survivors, we start having uh, downfalls and uh, it's not a good thing. (laughs) It's not a good thing. So before finding employment here in the East, I actually sat down. Uh, and I had a coffee, and I actually wrote down what I wanted. And I had two choices. Of finding something completely out of my comfort zone here in the East, and learning something completely new, or finding something that is in my comfort zone, I'm still going to be learning something, but I'm more, than, I'm more than capable of doing it. And guess what? I can shine. For me, I was wondering, do I learn something new and, or do I shine right off the bat? And I decided that my life was already so uh, moving at a fast pace. That I chose to, to to find a job that was uh, more towards my comfort zone, that I could still learn uh, stuff, but that would allow me to shine and show what I'm made of. So I applied for a few places around here, and I got um, I got invited to an interview here in the east, and I got the job on the spot. A job that I knew I was more than qualified to do. Um, And the negative started when I actually went to the job. Like I felt super powerful. I felt empowered on the Friday of the interview. It was like, what a great way to start the weekend. You know, it's like, wow, I had a bounce in my step and I'm finally moving into the right direction. Well, uh, two weeks into uh, my job, um, my boss was going away on vacation, and he made sure to come and see me on a Friday afternoon before we left. And he was telling me how unhappy he was with my performance, and that long story, story Long story short, eh, I better change. Uh, I better get better by the time he comes back from vacation. If not, things are not going to go well for me. I have never in my life, and I've been working since I'm 17 years old, I have never been approached in this matter before. I have never been told that uh, after two weeks, right? uh, That uh, my performance uh, is bad, and uh, I, pff, that's with no formal training, might I say, by the way. But that's another thing. Anyways, just to say that the words that the man said screwed up my vibe for the weekend. Really, really made me question every single thing I was doing. So I said, okay, Karina, shake it off, you know, it's not the end of the world, he's on vacation, you're going to have two weeks, you know, to do your thing, not think about him. I went to work on Monday, and uh, I felt a little bit iffy, but I felt okay, it was bearable. But then Tuesday came, and Wednesday came. And I was constantly worried, should I be doing this? Should I not be doing And I'm a very assertive person, you know that. And I had all these insecurities inside of me just from one bad comment from that head, And it made me feel like completely incompetent in the world, right? And I was doubting every single thing and my stomach was actually upside down and everything. So I decided not to return to that job. (laughs) Long story short, that's what happened. How can I be passionate? How can I give 100% of myself and my performance and my energy and my know-how and my learning skills and all that, how can I possibly do that when in the back of my mind, I am being told if you don't do better, it's gonna go bad. Basically, it's like, you're gonna go bad, you're gonna get fired. I don't wanna get fired. I have never been fired in my life. This butthead is definitely not gonna fire me now. You know what, I just didn't feel the vibe. I just didn't feel it he fucked me up big time excuse my English but that's what happened so um, I came home and I was always taught when I was younger you don't leave a job before having a job and that stayed in my mind all the time but like I just told you how can I possibly stay in the job that I'm not happy that I can't do my very best if after three months I really suck that bad, hey, I'll find it myself, man. I'll, you know, kick myself out. But I know what I can do. I know what I'm capable of. So uh, this coming this this Monday was very like, oh my god! Monday and Tuesday were very hard. I like I have to find a job. I have to find a job, but I don't want a job. I want something I'm passionate about. I'm not desperate. Like all these thoughts are going through in my head and I'm trying to stay on a positive beat. And uh, I'm talking to my best friend and I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of my podcast and nothing. I am so overwhelmed. Well, not now, but I was so overwhelmed. I didn't sleep for a couple of days. I would wake up thinking I would wake up with headaches. It's like really so... I know firsthand this is my issue right now as a stroke survivor, 23 years in but these are all the thoughts and the feelings that I have right in regards to my life right this minute. So I can only imagine some of you out there who are like that about your life that you you can't return to work. For, for now anyways, right? And, and it's okay, but I'm here to tell you the rest of my week. <laughs> and I think you're going to understand and you're going to be able to implement that in your particular life and what's going on with you. So um, Wednesday morning I got up. Somehow I had a new lease on life. I was still looking for something, but I wasn't going to take a job for the fun of it, right? But I also said I haven't taken a vacation in some time. I'm going to take the rest of this week. I'm actually going to take this whole week until next Monday to find something. But I'm also going to stay home and love my place, uh, love my cupboards. Love the things around my house, love my little doggy, and wash him and cut his nails, cut her nails, and all that, and take care of myself, and put nail polish on my toes, and, and journal a lot. And you know what? I felt better. You know also that my outlet is wine. <laughs> I, I I like my glass of wine and I didn't indulge like I have in the past, but I would sit down and I would love my glass of wine. I would not drink it because it made me feel good or bad. No, 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 no. I thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it. Every sip, every coffee, every toast that I ate this week. I love it. And that's that's the, the end result, right? It's to decide when we decide, when we decide we commit, I decided to take the week off. But I also committed to enjoy my week off and to not dwell on what wasn't and to enjoy the, the present moment. It goes back to what I said at the very beginning as stroke survivors we tend to hold on to things too tight we are like a dog on a bone where we don't let it go we have to let it go we have to trust that life is going to bring the right thing like in my case I had to trust that life was going to bring the right business opportunity for me and it has it has i have to give you a little side note I mentioned my cupboard before another thing about me is that I love to organize so whenever I feel exactly scared overwhelmed confused and all that I like to find myself in my environment and put things in order and um, move things around shake the energy move everything around and for me that works I think that my message of turning a negative into a positive is letting go and um, just feel, be in the now, be in the now, feel the anxiety, feel the pressure, feel the stress, feel what you're feeling as a stroke survivor. It's okay. It's okay not to be okay, right? It's not just the name of a song. It's a fact. Feel what you have to feel, but then turn it into a positive. So I decided to uh, take the week off, do what I got to do. And uh, yesterday, as I was <laughs> as I was doing my cleaning, I was looking on Facebook in the job section in my area. And there' was a job again that I know I can do, so I apply. And Lord behold, 20 minutes after, or very shortly after anyways, not even an hour, uh, I got invited to an interview. So I did go to the interview yesterday afternoon. And uh, again, I got higher on the spot. And you know what? I asked questions because of the other bozo that really messed me up. And made me feel insecure and this time around I have an amazing vibe uh, where I'm sure that I'm going to be able to thrive in that environment. Now also by choosing, because even though the job was offered to me, I could have said, let me think about it or no, thank you. It's the choice is always yours. You choose the outcome of what you want. And uh, I was thinking of the, the opportunity that was offered to me and uh, it, it would allow me on um, my downtime at the job to gather my thoughts and um, produce more episodes and write down my episodes. Because I remember that in my previous job I would have some downtime at night and I found that I was much more productive with my podcast. So this time around, That's also another reason why I decided to move. I decided to move by myself to have more time to produce my podcast, have more time to open up to you guys. And like I say in my intro, by helping you guys, I'm actually helping myself. Yes, I love to journal and I love my diary and all that. But this, what I'm doing right now with you, the time that you're allowing me to do this. I'm journaling right now. And uh, it's, it's priceless. I've said it before that this platform does a lot of good. It, it, uh, it does a lot of good and it allows us to have different perceptions and different perspective on things. So I'm very grateful for this. So I will be starting my new job on Monday, Monday morning. And um, actually, the funny thing is that I had written a list of what... So this week, as I was at home, uh, doing all my cleaning and my toast eating and all that, <laughs> I actually made a list of things that I would need, that I, that I want out of my job. So in your context, how about you write... 2-3 items of what your goals are on the short term. What would you like to do by September or you would like to attempt doing by September or October? Just write two goals and work towards those goals. Because when we write it down, we hold ourselves accountable. You see, the faintest of ink is better than the best memory. I learned that a long time ago. So if you write down your goals, it could be sitting up. It could be opening the door with your left hand that is paralyzed. For me, it was a goal. It was an actual goal to be able to open a door with my left hand, to be able to bring a glass of water to my lips, holding the glass with my left hand. Those are the little victories that I talk about at the, at the beginning of my intros. These are things that are going to make you feel so accomplished and powerful. At this point of my life, I am looking into the professional because I'm 23 years in. But I assure you that when I was newly a survivor, That I had to take those little victories in stride. Turning the door handle, washing the dishes, squeezing a face cloth with my left hand, sitting up straight. You know, these are all things. So maybe in your context, put down something in the next few months that you would like to accomplish and write them down and put them on your fridge and see them every day so if anything it's going to guilt you into trying even harder <laughs> that worked for me so again why would it not work for you if ever you need ideas or ways to help you personally um, achieve your goals or you need help to uh, direct them you know make a list and how to abide by them if you will please reach out to me because i also do that i do one-on-one consultations where i help uh, friends i help patients uh, such as myself um, figure out how to maneuver around the stroke situation and life as it is today so wish me luck for monday i'm really excited so on that note i want to remind you that you can reach out to me on facebook at stroke surviving the odds underscore the podcast as well as on instagram at uh, surviving the odds underscore the podcast also on instagram i will be posting the picture of me with my beautiful shaved head (laughs) And uh, don't forget to let me know if you think I look like a badass or if I did a big mistake. On that note, I am going to let you go. Remember that I love you very much. And uh, whatever you're doing, man, keep on doing it and never stop. Hashtag never give up. Hashtag own your story, my love. Okay? I love you very much and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.